Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Benton Moss, and we are back with another episode of the TC Spotlight. I'm filling in for Andrew Vitipka today, one of my partners, uh, and Turner, and I'm pleased to be joined by Tina Parker, who is the Main Street and Commercial Development Coordinator for Tarboro. That's right. So, Tina, welcome to the TC Spotlight. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate the time that you're offering me to be able to be here today and to be involved, but also, more importantly, um, your work and highlighting the Twin Counties and all that you guys are doing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's start uh, on a personal on a personal note. Uh, let's start with your backstory, what uh, led you to, to Tarboro or maybe back to Tarboro, and then let's go from there. And so I was very fortunate to be born and raised in Tarboro. I um, graduated from Tarboro High School in 96. I'm going to age myself a little bit today. Um, upon graduation, I attended East Carolina University where I studied social work and graduated from there in 2000. I um, actually married right before graduating from college. I married a gentleman, Larry Parker, who um, he and his dad were at the time running a canvas and tent rental operation. Um, he's originally from Fayetteville, North Carolina, but had been in Tarboro for quite some time. And so married. And then after graduation, I decided not to enter into the social work field. Actually, he and I decided to expand a business that he had opened um, previously, which was a rental company. So we opened a location on Main Street in downtown Tarboro to house a party and retail store. And then we also ran our rentals out of that and had a warehouse Um located in Tarboro. So we worked in the tent rental and party supply business for quite some time. We're very fortunate that we have five kids that we've been able to raise in Tarboro. Um, only have one left at home. And so our lives are exciting. The rental business has always been a great asset to our family because we were able to raise our kids throughout that business and give them some strong work ethic and values there. But also it gave us an opportunity to really contribute back to the community and to be very community um dedicated and oriented as far as knowing who our community was and being able to work with a lot of great people and serve people. Um, we decided after uh, health care costs became so extended and just struggling sometimes as small businesses as they typically do, that it was best for us to start to work to um kind of dissolved the business to a degree because not only had we had a tent rental business, but we also had a portable toilet division as well. Um, and so we both sought employment outside. And so after leaving the business, I worked a little bit for Edgecombe County Public Schools while I had a chance to um, volunteer a lot in the school system with my kids and also work and be at home with them after school. Um, I had employment once with Kanban Logistics, and so I was in sales and marketing with them, had a great opportunity to learn about the supply chain and how it impacts our local economy. I worked for Edgecombe Community College as a small business center director prior to coming into my role with the town of Tarboro. So I have a lot of um, experience in a lot of different areas, but all of them tie back to the community that I love. Um, my, my husband and I, we currently reside in Whitakers, North Carolina, so it is in Edgecombe. Um, but I tell everybody still I live in Tarboro because I sleep in Whitakers, but I'm very dedicated to the Tarboro community. Sure. Yeah. You, yeah. That sounds a little bit like me. I, uh, I always told folks I slept in Halifax County when I grew up, but I, uh, but I lived my life in Rocky Mount. So right. kind of a Rocky Mount native. I consider myself one at least. Um, so the roots of the, the rental business, does it still exist today or, you know, have you guys dissolved and obviously moved on to other things? We've actually dissolved the business sure. um, just over time. 
We found that our schedules are really business with the work that we're currently involved in. Um, my husband works for UPS as a package carrier, and so he's supporting all those packages that come from outside of our area. And while I'm focused on small businesses and mid-sized businesses that serve our community, I'm trying to tell everybody to shop local. Sure. So I tell everybody we kind of have that divided household a little bit. I appreciate those that do order online to support my husband's um, role, but I'm such an advocate for supporting local. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, you know, uh, local can't provide everything. That's right. Uh, but local does provide a lot of people with, you know, good jobs and, um, you know, uh, uh, fulfillment and work. And that's something I definitely want to get into. Sure. Uh, the economic development side of Tarboro. Um, your kids. Mm-hmm. Are they local? Or are they thinking about being local at some point? You know, where are they at now? So very interesting. Um, our oldest son is married and he has two kids. They actually left. Tarboro and they moved down to the coast and actually came back a few years ago. So they're back in Tarboro and Edgecombe County or outside of Tarboro and Edgecombe County. Our oldest son went to school in Raleigh and he's recently married and he's um, moved back to Tarboro as well. So he's back as a, a Tarboro Taborian, as I should say. Um, we have one son that's in school at Mount Olive who comes home on the weekend so that he can visit with his girlfriend. Um, Mostly to visit with her, not us. And then uh, we have a daughter who's in Wilson right now at Barton College. And then our youngest son who is in high school still. So um, everybody says that they want to stay local. And so we've kind of cultivated that uh, idea of caring for the community. So they've always been very community involved with us. But they found a passion for Tarboro and Edgecombe County. So it's great to have them back and have had them also be able to leave for a little time and explore outside of our community as well. Yeah, yeah, that's that's so great. Um, talk a little bit about maybe some of the opportunities that you see for younger, uh, you know, younger professionals or young entrepreneurs in the Tarboro or Edgecombe County. I mean, maybe some anecdotal evidence, maybe not so much your kids, but others that mm-hmm. you may have heard about or know, you know, just like. Tate Mayo, you know, young guy moved back and took over the family business and helped him with that and is now the mayor. Uh, seems like there's some opportunities um, in some of the smaller towns in North Carolina. Sure. So we have actually in Tarboro, we've seen an influx of younger people coming back. A lot of them have been tied to family businesses, um, but there are so many job opportunities available, not just in Tarboro, but also in the Twin Counties. And so for any young professional that's looking to come to Tarboro or anywhere in the Twin Counties, there's, there's so many opportunities and jobs, whether it's within industry, but there's also lots of um, opportunities for entrepreneurship as well. Um, many, many opportunities to be able to start your own business or to even live here but work remotely. Um, you know, as we've seen such an influx in um, online opportunities with jobs from COVID, there's so many opportunities for people to be able to live here and also work remotely outside. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm going to send my friend Liam uh, Gilroy an invoice for this. I'm going to give him a, a, an in-podcast shout-out. But I was really impressed when I met him uh, that, you know, we had that type of financial acumen and talent in Tarboro, to be honest. Um, you know, um, he, he he impressed me that he had, mm-hmm. you know, a pretty good wealth management business that was located in Tarboro. He had clients from all over, and he was telling me a little bit about how he travels mm-hmm. and his partners up in, I believe, Philadelphia. But those types of opportunities where you can work anywhere and be a part of a, you know, a nice, small community that has a 
beautiful main street and the commons, mm-hmm. but yet you still have access to RDU and you can fly kind of anywhere in the United States, uh, on a, you know, on a dime. Um, seems like we, there are a lot of opportunities like that, uh, for Tarboro and some of these smaller East North Carolina towns. Absolutely. I think our, um, demographic, our proximity and our location to the airports, but also just our proximity to highway, you know, sure. with 64 and, or, and you know, future I-87 and I-95. I mean, you, you have so many opportunities to be able to make a one-hour drive time um, locally, too, to be able to travel and find work as well. We have a lot of commuters in, but we have some commuters outside for work as well. So just the proximity is there. You know, we're easily accessible on the highway for those who decide that, you know, they want to live here but commute out but work in. Sure. Mm-hmm. Tell me why you chose to join, you know, the, the municipal's uh, workforce and what your work is there, what you do with the city of Tarboro. Sure. Tell us about that. So prior to working with the town of Tarboro, I was actually employed with Edgecombe Community College as a small business center director. I went into that job with some advantage of being self-employed prior. Um, and so I'd experienced the highs and the lows of um, working in a small business, but also understanding the resources that were available to small businesses as well. But um, I actually was called by a volunteer that was running a program in downtown Tarboro and asked if, while I was employed at the community college, if I could bring together the downtown merchants for a meeting for an upcoming event that was being hosted. And at that time, there wasn't an active merchant meeting. And so I very graciously said, sure, let's, you know, do this. This can be easy to do. And so we had a first kind of original merchant meeting um, probably about five, five and a half years ago. And what we found out is that the merchants actually missed the opportunity to come together to learn about things that were happening, um, also to be able to collaborate with each other. There just hadn't been that in quite some time. And when I was a former downtown business owner, I was very involved in the Merchants Association um, in working with some of the with the Chamber of Commerce and some other municipal partners and so forth. And so um, I just saw that we had a need and I took on a role to be able to lead the merchant meeting, but also to get more involved in the community. I had worked um, outside of the community for some time. Just in the logistics world, I also was a district executive once for the Boy Scouts of America, which took me kind of outside of the community, and I missed it. And I found that I missed the passion of being involved in Tarboro. I missed the conversations with people on the street and just knowing what was going on with people. But also, I was hearing a lot of people say at the time that there's just nothing to do here mm-hmm. in Tarboro. And so I became active with tourism, joined the Tourism Development Authority for Edgecombe County, um, and went to the town manager and said, you know, I think we need to do some things that we haven't been doing in quite some time. And so just a little back history, um, the town manager, who's our current town manager now, Troy Lewis, he had been the planning director when my husband and I were in business for ourselves. And then he later went on to be the public works director before becoming interim town manager and town manager. And so Troy had been very involved in Tarboro a few years ago when we had a lot of activity happening. And I said, let's let's create a ball drop event for Tarboro. I said, you know, there's not one that's close other than Mount Olive with the Pickle Festival or Raleigh with the New Year's Eve um, celebration that they do. I said, you know, I think that we could be successful with it. And so I was still employed at the community college. And um, I think he thought it was crazy. 
And uh, so I told him, I said, look, I'll, I'll fundraise for this event and I'll see if we can get the ball supported by someone. Um, will you agree? And he agreed. And I really didn't think that he thought I was kidding the whole time. And so I went to a local business, New Vision Metalworks, and asked if we were going to do something such as this, would he be willing to help us and give us a price for like building the ball? And I was going to try to get it sponsored. Well, he came with an in-kind contribution to do this. I was able to go and see people through connections I had and talk it up and get the sponsorship that we need. So we held the first event. And what we found out is people had really missed the opportunity to come together as a community, but invite people into our community as well. So that started some kind of redevelopment activity in downtown. Um, Then later on, the position with the Main Street Coordinator position and commercial development opened up with the town. And so I realized that I really... Wanted to follow my passion for Tarboro and extend my love even further and work harder. And so I applied for the position, gained employment there. And so May will make five years since I've been employed. It's awesome. Yeah, it's got to feel great. Um, feeling like everybody that walks through the door, you can connect them with someone or help mm-hmm. them here or send them in this direction because that would make a good combination mm-hmm. there. Um, talk about uh, after the ball drop. Talk about some of the other events that Tarboro may be known for, maybe inside the community, but maybe not as well outside of the community. Maybe some of the other folks in Nash County or even out in Edgecombe County may not know about. Um, Talk about some of those events that have developed over the years since you've been uh, in your position. So um, I think in talking about those, I have to mention that one of the things that we decided to do is to create a nonprofit, um, the Tarboro Development Corporation, which helps the town of Tarboro, not with just events, but also um, it helps to carry out our role with the North Carolina Main Street Program. We are in a, a, one of their programs. We're a, a national program as well. We have national accreditation now with our Main Street Program. But we've utilized the arm of the Tarboro Development Corporation to be able to help us to gain some sponsorships for the many events that we have. Tarboro is a very lean community. We have a very conservative ran on community with our town council, which has been very supportive of us and our work. Um, But with that being said, we just felt like we needed to ask for community sponsors. And that's been one of the things that has made us so successful because it's not just the work of the municipal government, but it's a community as a whole. So when we um, started the nonprofit, we started just asking for sponsorships for events that we were starting out. So aside from the ball drop, the next event series that we created was our downtown live series. I had one many years ago sponsored by the Chamber of Commerce, and at some point that just dissolved. So we... um, created that again. So now we have a downtown live every month, May through September on third Thursday. We host that event at Courthouse Square, which is in front of our courthouse in downtown Tarver. Uh, This space we actually renovated a few years ago um, with the greatness of our town council. Um, We started to phase it out. So we created a new hardscape for that space, which also has allowed us to use further further the space for events as well. Aside from um, um, the New Year's, the Downtown Live, we do have a Spring Fest event. This year's Spring Fest is going to be on the first Saturday in April, April 1st. We partner with East 
ECU Health's Edgecombe Hospital on that for their Blue Ribbon Kids Day because April is Kids Health Awareness and Health Awareness Month. So we have a street fair opportunity, and so we have invited vendors to be able to come in and food trucks. We have two areas that we have music and entertainment that day, but we really want the community to be able to come in and learn about any business organization that has anything to do with health physical fitness, recreation, and just connect the community back with resources. And so that event is from 10 until 3 this year. So that actually will start off our event series. So we have Spring Fest in April, the Downtown Live through September. And then in October, the third weekend in October, this year we'll be hosting our annual Hometown Homecoming event. This is an event that we created because we were hearing that people enjoyed so much being able to come back home to celebrate with each other, especially for class reunions, um, especially during homecoming season of Tarbor High's football. Of course, I'll brag for a minute on our football program. We do have an eight-time state championship football team. Like I've heard about something along those lines. A yeah, little bit, probably. Yeah. So we wanted to capitalize on the fact that we had this football team that was gaining us each year for the past several years statewide recognition. We have a great group of athletes that um, participate in that program, a lot of great staff members um, that help to support them as well as family and friends. But we also knew that during that time we had people coming home to celebrate class reunions. And it's just such a great feel to come back to a small hometown community be able to reminisce and share stories and then come back and just reconnect with people. So we built this three-day weekend around coming back and celebrating in Tarboro yeah, with, um, you know, those that are have a past there, but also um, to be able to meet the people now that currently reside and live in Tarboro. So that's a great celebration. We partner with Tarboro Brewing Company to host the um, – Brewgrass celebration at a riverfront the first Sunday in November. And so Inez helps us to invite in craft breweries from eastern North Carolina, many of those right here in the Twin Counties. We celebrate on the riverfront of the Tar River on the banks of the Tar River in downtown Tarboro from 12 to 5 for that event. And we have lots of bluegrass music that day. And so people can enjoy craft brewery and bluegrass music at that festival. We have two nights um, following that that we actually host carriage rides in our downtown. We have an annual tree lighting celebration at Christmas time. We have um, carriage rides that are free and open to the public. This year, we hosted a band to be able to share Christmas caroling. We encourage our businesses to stay open late. Our Parks and Rec Department has a crafting night. Um, and all this, too, is in conjunction with a previous kickoff of our Small Business Saturday. We really try to help to encourage our locals and those visitors to support and sponsor our small businesses. So we kick off the Small Business Saturday, actually, the weekend of Thanksgiving. We carry it out through the Christmas season. And then we end our event series every year with the ball drop. So we stay busy considering. Very um, but as I mentioned, there's no way we could be successful without it, without town staff, uh, town council being able to support it, our town manager, who's a big reason that we're doing all of these events, and also our community as a whole. Through the nonprofit, we have a lot of volunteers. We have 30 to five, 35 to 40 volunteers that'll help us every year to carry out the work that we do within our downtown so it's it's it truly takes a village, and that's one thing about Tarboro is that the people come together and make it happen. Absolutely. So talk talk a little bit more about the development uh, company or corporation. Corporation. The nonprofit. Mm -hmm. 
is it is it just for the events or is does it have other mandates as well and then what's your official or unofficial role with that so i direct the tarbor development corporation um several volunteers that i worked with before i came became employed with the town of tarbor we were working um just on trying to revitalize downtown tarbor and so we had actually started the conversation about trying to develop the nonprofit prior to my employment and then after i became employed with the town of tarbor we carried that out. And so the mission of the Tarbor Development Corporation is to help to improve the quality of life, not just in downtown Tarbor, but Tarbor as a whole. As a whole. So we do support the event series. We assist the town of Tarboro with carrying out the role and the function of the North Carolina Main Street program responsibilities that we have. So we um, lead four committees and organization an organizational committee, an economic vitality, a design and promotion committee. We carry out the role of the merchant meeting for downtown. Um, but then we do look at and adopt other special projects. We help the town with the July 4th event um, that we have at Brazel Park every year from 6 to 9 on July 4th. Um, there are other special projects like we've just recently adopted a national historic plaque, a new plaque. So we sell those plaques. We're selling sponsorships for tables and chairs and benches that we're bringing into the town. Um, we've done things like just um, at the start of COVID, we started a Love for Locals fund. We were able to raise dollars to be able to help small businesses, not just in the downtown, but throughout Tarbor and Edgecombe County, to be able to kind of get them through some of the hurdles that they were facing financially. And so we're trying to identify what needs that we have and address those accordingly. Got it. Let's talk about the Main Street program. Mm -hmm. Talk about what is required to maintain the status of accreditation mm -hmm. with, with NC or uh, is it the national or the state? North so you're you become a member of the North Carolina Main Street okay. program. Tarbor has been a member. We were actually one of the first five existing programs in the state. Um, we gained our membership in 1980 when the program was started. Interesting enough, Tarbor was actually a program that the North Carolina um, Rural Development and the North Carolina Main Street program looked at. We had planners that worked for the town of Tarbor at the time. Field guy. Um, Watson Brown, who's a very well-known local photographer, um, they worked along with Oppie Jordan, who works, of course, as we yeah. know, with yeah. Carolina Gateways Partnership. She worked for North Carolina Commerce at the time. Oh, gotcha. But um, at that time in 1980, Watson Brown and Phil Guy had looked to... They were actually doing a phenomenal job in Tarbor to redevelop downtown Tarbor and help to anchorage and leverage the fountains at the Albemarle that currently exist. At the time, it wasn't the fountains at the Albemarle, which is a retirement facility within our downtown Tarboro, which was a multi-million dollar project in the 80s that came into development. And so they helped to build the framework for the current North Carolina Main Street program, which is extremely interesting, but just tells you about the great work that was being done in 19. Um, for our program over time has lost full accreditation status. Since I've been employed and working with the volunteers, town staff, and council, we've been able to regain our national accreditation. Um, but we've been an ongoing member and continuous member with the, the North Carolina Main Street Program. So what it requires of us is to have four organized committees, an organizational committee, as I mentioned earlier, economic vitality committee, design, and then a promotions committee, all with strategic 
strategic work plans and processes in place. So we have developed over time a strategic plan for our downtown. We review that every year. There are annual goals that we have set. We review those. Um, in addition, we have to complete a um, Main Street assessment that's due annually, as well as the statistics report. So we're able to gain information about our current businesses that we have um, and where we want to go and develop out. And then there are a number of just there's so much documentation and things that we have to have in place in order to be able to um, apply to receive full accreditation. Talk about what the accreditation means and then what maybe benefits you get from that as a municipality, as a, as a, a nonprofit uh, entity as well. Continuing our membership with the North Carolina Main Street program has been successful and vital to our success um, for the simple fact that we get to work with professionals at the state level, but also to help connect us to federal resources as well. Um, it gives us a kind of a guide work and a framework to be able to go by so that we are strategically thinking about the work that we're doing um, in our downtown. And so all of this has helped us. Like recently, I'll give an example. Through our relationship with the North Carolina Main Street Program, when the Department of Commerce rolled out rural transformation grant funds, we were able to connect with the Department of Commerce, with our resources there, to present to them an idea that we had to be able to apply for a rural transformation grant, which we were awarded in our in the first grant process. So was that for the <clears throat> for the uh, river bank river stabilization? Yeah. What what is that going to be once it's finished? Mm -hmm. Is it just a walkway to get down to the banks and participate in kind of the, the so natural area? Two phases to it. That's a great question to ask. Um, we also have an EPA Brownfields grant that we were awarded that we're using kind of at a dual time in conjunction with the Rural Transformation Grant. Um, one of the things that we have recognized and we know is that the Tar River is an asset in Tarboro. No question. Um, and so it's an underutilized asset for us. And of course, it does help to connect um, our downtown as well. And so we have a beautiful riverfront park in our downtown that honestly, not many people know about. It's Riverfront Park. And so we do always have to keep into consideration the fact that we do have flooding there. And it's not during major hurricanes, but heavy rain events, likely the, the riverfront road or the access there might be covered. And so anything that we plan and decide to do has to be flood resistant down there. But the other thing is, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of people don't know about it, and it's because of the connectivity. So this rural transformation grant will help us to um, complete an ADA-compliant walkway that will take you from um, Main Street down to the riverfront. And then the other piece of it that we have, because of the swift moving water that we have during rain events, it has over time kind of eroded away some of the riverbank. And so the grant will help us to fund stabilization for the riverbank so that we can continue to um, utilize that over time and make it more pedestrian friendly than what it already is. So we're super excited about this. And for those that don't know much about development or construction, an ADA-compliant uh, walkway is no small feat from downtown Tarboro to uh, to the river. I mean, there's there's slope grades that you have to meet, you know, that are very um, – you can't have thresholds over a certain uh, degree. I mean, it's it's, you know – you got to hit the grade just right. Absolutely. Uh, to get folks all the way down there. We've been working um, already with the design 
some design details for that because there are numerous elevations um, between Main Street and also the Riverfront Park. So you're exactly right about that. Um, it it sounds simple to the general public when you're thinking, oh, they're just going to build a walkway down there. But it's a lot more involved and more detailed than what it is. And so we're going to be very excited. We're um, putting out the uh, request for co quotes now from design companies to be able to assist us with that project. But we'll be exciting to actually see groundbreaking down there. We also are working, of course, with the EPA. They're going to have to do soil sample and testing there so that we can then prepare for the start of the riverbank stabilization process and knowing what materials we'll be able to use. Sure. Let's go back to the downtown strategic plan. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about that and maybe what are some of the overarching goals. And then maybe that's a good segue into getting into downtown economic development and mm -hmm. also real estate development, uh, something sure. I'm passionate about. But talk about mm -hmm. the, the plan and what's in it. Sure. So um, we adopted a new five-year downtown strategic plan um, at I think it was October five years ago, we worked with the North Carolina Department of Commerce and the Rural Planning Center um, in conjunction with our Main Street uh, Center. And so one of the things in the plan was actually to work towards utilizing the riverbank and the Tar River as an asset. And so we are now, of course, currently working on that with what I just mentioned with the Rural Transformation Grant and being able to find funding. You know, a lot of times people will, we do adopt plans and then sometimes plans will take somewhat of a shelf life. And that's hard for the general public to understand. But that is because you have to find funding for those. So you sometimes work on um, certain aspects of the plan at different times based on the funding. One of the things that we also wanted to do with this strategic plan was we wanted to reevaluate the use of Courthouse Square. Courthouse Square sits in the center or the heart of our downtown, um, and we wanted to redevelop that space but continue to use it more for community events, but make it more of a welcome community space, not just though for those in our you know local community, but also for the visitors that come to enjoy the concerts and the different things that we do there. So we wanted to revitalize the hardscapes space there, but also we put in a new greenway space to help connect the riverfront and also our historic town common. Um, and so that was one of the things in addition to the riverfront ma uh, master plan. We also really wanted to focus on uh, historic rehabilitation in our downtown. We are part of the, of course, the National Registry of Historic Places, our town common is. Um, we have a beautiful historic district. There's a lot of great architecture in our downtown, but we really needed to focus on the preservation of our spaces downtown. And so, of course, you know, we have many, many privately owned spaces, um, some that have had some neglect over the years. But one of the things I will say about downtown Tarbor, we've actually actually done a phenomenal job with our preservation work, but we wanted to identify um, what properties that the current property owners may have an interest in selling to put on the market. And so we have held two investment showcase events over the last five years. We connected with property owners to ask that question, who has spaces that you would like to be able to market? And for a number of reasons, people look to do that, whether it's they're looking to retire um, you know, they're 
they don't have anybody to share their business with after their time of passing. And then, of course, you just have some of those vacant and neglected spaces. Every downtown has them to an, an extent. And so we brought in investors and we also um, connected, as I mentioned again, we connected the property owners with them. But we connected, too, with Reed Thomas with North Carolina um, Historic Preservation. We connected with a couple um architects that had done a lot of downtown work, we brought them all together to be able to talk about the opportunity to utilize the state and federal historic tax preservation programs and the tax credit programs. And so we've been very successful from that. But that was a a major task on our strategic plan is to start to look at that in terms of preservation, uh, the historic preservation, but also with an intention of economic development. Do you guys have like a downtown website? I know Rocky Mount has a downtown website. Wilson has one. Wilson's is pretty cool. You can actually go up there, spaces for lease, for sale. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty active, almost like a marketplace. Sure. So that's actually one of the things on our economic vitality strategic plan of goals this year is to help to develop out um, a better working site for us. The town of Tarver is currently under a revision process with the current website. And so we're going to be rolling out a new design within the next four to six weeks. There is a downtown link there. It needs a lot of love and a lot of attention. But of course, in setting that goal this year, that's one that we'll be able to accomplish to develop it out. And yes, we have to give credit and props to Wilson's downtown on their page. They've done a phenomenal job. Yeah, they they really have. Um, Talk about some of the real estate uh, development in the pipeline or economic development that you're excited about could be. I know you mentioned to me um, uh, the new bar that was opening up uh, mm-hmm. and some texts that we were going back and forth on um, at the end of 2022 about things to look forward to in 2023. Mm-hmm. Talk about maybe some of the uh, uh, projects that you're excited about mm-hmm. going forward that you at least that you can share. Sure. Um, so there's a there's a lot of information I can't share right now, and I know you understand, totally understand. that in yeah, front of from a developer standpoint. Absolutely, absolutely. There's some a lot of great kept secrets right now that are on the cusp to be able to happen within our downtown. But um, we're excited that the Quigless Clinic, which is a clinic that was started by uh, Dr. Milton Quigless, African-American-owned clinic um, that sits right at the top of our downtown coming over the Principal Bridge into Tarboro. was recently purchased um, actually at our first, first investment showcase event by a, comp- a couple out of Greenville, North Carolina. We've been working with their architect because they're actually looking to... Um, turn that into a residential development. We're extremely excited. Our planning department has been working with them diligently. Um, We met with them again this week so that we could go over parking and certain necessities in order to start to see that project. We have numerous buildings that have changed hands. Um, A lot of interest in residential development recently. We were on the phone yesterday with an an investor that has purchased four or five different properties within our downtown recently. One is intended for a seven-room Airbnb, which we have seen as being an asset to our tourism, a development authority, but also as our downtown and outside of our downtown for our professional network to be able to bring people in for an additional opportunity of stay outside of our traditional hotels. Um, And then we're seeing, of course, long-term nurses or short-term nurses, you know, that are travel nurses that are coming to stay in those units. We have some interest in some retail development now. 
Um, you talked about and we've spoken briefly about Monday Monday Bar. So we have a great little vintage business in downtown called Country Feedback Vintage and Vinyl. They sell records and vintage clothing, vintage furniture, and they're taking the space that's in the back of their property and they're converting that to a small tiki bar. And so the Tiki Bar name is going to be Monday, Monday. They'll have a little bit of outdoor seating, which is perfect timing for the newly adopted social district that we have in our downtown. Um, So truly excited about so many things that I wish I could talk more about today. But unfortunately, I can't. But TC Media may or may not get the right to announce things. Absolutely can. We we cannot wait to share some of our... Yeah. Um, things that are right on the cusp here. Well, that, that's the type of news that we want to be mm-hmm. sharing, all the positive things going mm-hmm. on uh, in the Twin Counties. If you look at our downtown Benton, we have very little space that's open. We're very fortunate to be able to have that. We do have some spaces that are occupied by businesses that are running them as hobby businesses rather than full-time businesses. Sure. We you know, always try to encourage those businesses to be open more hours than they are, but I've received calls nonstop for people looking for space and whether they're looking for a space to do a startup and expansion. Um, And we, on one hand, are very fortunate that we don't have a lot of space. It's a good thing and and a hard thing all at the same time, because, you know, if it's outside of downtown, I'm always willing to help to try to find somebody space outside of the downtown parameter. Um, but we would love to be able to, of course, open a business for everybody that comes to us. Absolutely. I feel like we could talk for another hour just about downtown and mm-hmm. future development. Uh, but I want to be respectful of your time. We're running up on uh, close to about 45 minutes here. Sure. Um, I want to turn the tables a little bit on you here and just ask if you had um, connections with a media company that really wanted to sing the praises of Tarboro, what would you need or ask from this said media company? How could that media company help uh, put out what what things you guys are working on that are good, that are positive, that are really trying to help develop uh, Tarboro and the Main Street and the downtown? Just to, to continue what TC Media is doing right now, to be able to share, you know, the great stories of the things that are happening. Um, it's easy for people to turn on TV and to look online sometimes at media and they get caught up in some of the negative stories. Every community is going to have that regardless. But the positive things that happen in a community by far outweigh some of the negative things that happen on occasion in a community. So being able to highlight the work of what people do in the community, whether they're in a business or they're, you know, working through nonprofit or they're behind the doors in our schools, they're doing anything in workforce development or even our youth. That's that's the thing that our communities in the Twin Counties need the most is what you guys are doing, sharing the stories, the positive stories. Absolutely. Well, Mm -hmm. when you guys have a positive news report, you've got my direct contact. So reach out to us. We want to be, uh, we want to be the first on it and we want to be sending out to everybody in the twin counties, not just folks in Tarboro. So uh, this was Tina Parker, the main street and commercial development coordinator. Did I get that right? That's right. So thank you very much, Tina, for joining Mm -hmm. me today. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. 